Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One day in the pub, Seb and Verity were socializing with hilarity. They knew there and then that their options were vast. They bought some equipment and made a podcast. What do you think you are doing, you twits? It's cliched and obvious, you know. Hello. Hello. My name is Seb Philpott. And my name is Verity Simmons. And this is Three in a Bar. Hey, welcome, everyone. Thanks for joining us here in the bar. Yeah. It's been a couple of weeks, hasn't it? It has. It's felt like quite a long time, hasn't it? Hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's been, uh, it's been strange. Yeah. Bit of time, bit of time away from the podcast. But, uh, it's nice to be back. Well, isn't it just? Yeah. Have you had an event yeah. for a few weeks, Seb? It's just been a bit mad. It's yeah. because I would do work as you do in the sort of wedding industry. Oh, yeah. The sort of function band industry with my band, the old Dirty Brasters. It's just been pretty crazy. Yeah. It's all go, last, isn't it? Last weekend was mad. We did, we did five gigs in four days. Oh, man alive. That yeah, is I'm very that's fortunate good. to have some work, but yeah. it was just a lot. And, yeah. and all over the country, we went up to Huddersfield. Then we went to, it was actually the, the Latitude site. There's a, oh, yeah. there's a barn on there. I don't know if you've ever been there. I've said at the beginning of the we summer. Went, yeah. Oh, were yeah, you? Yeah. Henham, Henham House yeah. or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. I went to, yeah. It's very nice. Yeah. And then we went to somewhere in London, I think. I can't remember. It's all bl- blurred <laughs> into one. Just lots of service stations. Yeah. What about you? Same. Yeah, very much. Yeah, very exactly much the, the same. same. And guess what? Tomorrow <laughs> yeah. I'm doing, a we- well, I'm driving up to Scotland for a wedding in Glen Ross and I'm leaving at 3.30 oh. and I've just looked to wow. see how long it's going to take me. And it's over seven hours. Oh, oh my God. God. I've yeah. never driven to Scotland. I've done it once, but I've done it in two. I've never done it straight the way through. So anyway. Wow. Hence the oh wild God. look in my eye. Luckily, listeners, you can't see it. What are you going to do? Have you got some plans for uh, like to listen to music or I'm going to listen to loads. I'm going to listen to Elton John's Rocket Hour. I'm going to line them up, seven of them in a row. That might oh, see yeah. me through. That's his podcast, is it? It's basically a podcast. It's an Apple Music program, but yeah, it does oh, work. It yeah, works know, in the same way. They're really good. He's got brilliant taste in music. So there. He does. He. I heard that he, every single week, he buys all the records that come out and he listens to them. Does and he? I think so. And I think often gets in touch with people. Yeah. And 
That it's wouldn't surprise me at all. I, he's really is. He's really good at, um, what's the word? Uh, he really supports new artists, doesn't he? Which is fantastic. Yeah, he's amazing. Good old Elton. Good old Elton. So, well, who have we got? Well, that brings us neatly <laughs> yeah. to, to this week's guest. Doesn't it? <laughs> it is Elton John. Wait. Oh, is it? No, Nearly. it's not. But look, look, hey, I don't want to make it seem like the actual guest is a disappointment because it's not. Absolutely not. It's not Elton no. John, though. I will tell you that. <laughs> it is a lady. Yes. Same first letter of her first name. Yes. It is Esther Abrami. Well, hey. Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, oh, right. And, uh, uh, Bertie, you texted me well, earlier to tell me you found a really great biography of her. I have. You know how much we love to find biographies of our guests. And so I had yeah. a quick I had a quick squiz through them online and I found this one. It's so good. I'm not going to tell you the name of the page because I don't want to offend anyone, just in case it's their page. <laughs> <laughs> but look, it's God. It, it, right, okay, let me go from the start. So this is the first paragraph, which actually is it's all right. It's Estra Brahmi is a popular violinist and Instagram star who hails from France. She has gained huge popularity over different social media platforms. She's well known for her beautiful looks and cute smile. Uh, she's famous on various social media platforms, including Instagram. Great. All fine. Lovely. Um, Esther Brahmi was born on October 16th, 1996 in France. She was raised in France and completed her education from France in bold letters. She is 24 years old. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Physical appearance. Don't worry. It's fine. Um, Esther Brahmi is 24 years old. Highlighted again. She's about five feet, four inches in height and 49 kilograms in weight. Well, I think that's a bit personal. And how do they know? Have they weighed her? Very strange. Yeah, her hair colour is brown and her eyes colour is also brown. Favourite things. Abrami's favourite colour is blue. Her favourite actor is Tom Cruise and Ryan Gosling. Um, a strange hybrid man, that must be. And her favourite actress is Margot Robbie and Kira Knightley, a hybrid lady there. Um, her favourite <laughs> sport is football. Esther Abrami's favourite food is pizza and noodles. Her favourite sports person is Neymar Jr. and Lionel Messi. Abraham's, uh, Abraham? Abrami's favourite destination <laughs> is Switzerland. <laughs> it goes on. Lifestyle. Was this written by a seven-year-old? <laughs> I think it was. It was me. I just quickly whipped this one up before coming on air. Does Esther Abrami consume alcohol? No. Does she smoke? No. Does she swim? No. Is she a yoga participator? Yes. Does Esther Abrami drive? Yes. Is she a jogger? No. Does she cook? Yes. Does she go to the gym? There's no answer to this. <laughs> Wow. Well, there we are. <laughs> I think uh, that, that's that got everything covered, hasn't it? Yeah, so thanks for listening. Do we need to add anything to that? <laughs> no, we won't bother with the interview. No. <laughs> Do we need to fill in any gaps, possibly, and possibly answer some questions that were thrown up by that? <laughs> that's a lot. That's a lot. Um, well, gaps. she's a violinist, yes. isn't she? Yeah, we've got that. She is from France. Yes. We spoke to her on Zoom from, a, I think, a family home in Corsica. Oh, yes. Mm, lovely Corsica. I know. And then I saw some of her Instagram videos of her in Corsica and it looked amazing. Oh, God. That's, oh. It's so nice down there. Um, what else? She went to the Royal College of Music. Yes, she did. That's where I went. Oh. We're, we're not the same age, though, so we weren't, weren't in the same Very year. similar, similar time frame. But, you know, it, it helped when she was telling us about her time there. 
Mm. And uh, I think, guess that the big story with her is that she went to the Royal College of Music and then while she was there, she started getting involved in social media and putting out content and showcasing her as a violinist. But also what really kind of made it more interesting was she would show the honest side of it. So yes. she'd show practice videos and she'd show videos of her messing up as well as the good stuff. And that got quickly a very large audience. Yeah. So that's uh, we spend a lot of time talking about that because I think it's a very fascinating thing. Absolutely. And she does such a range, doesn't she? Like you were saying, so she's got these practice videos, then she's got some lighthearted, jokey ones, and she does some more serious concert performance ones. It's great. So we, we sort of picked her brains, didn't we, really, to try and find out how yeah. does she do it, basically. And I noticed you've done a lot more reels since chatting to her. Yeah, I don't think I've really As got have it. I, actually. I've yeah. done some reels. Yeah. Done a few Good reels. one. It's a bit of fun, actually, it isn't is it? It is fun. Yeah, it is. Well, anyway, I don't know if um, I've really got it yet. Do you think you've got it? No. No, it's, it's hard. It's work in progress, isn't it? But she's yeah, yeah. got it. She knows what she's, she's doing. She's definitely got it. Yeah. She's got, lo- she's got like a quarter of a million followers on Instagram. Oh, wowzers. That's amazing. Wow. As a classical musician, that is amazing, isn't it? That is really amazing. Well, uh, Sony Classical were interested mm-hmm. and they have signed her. She is uh, a Sony artist and her debut album is imminently coming out, yeah, I believe. I think it is. Do we have a date on that? I don't think she gave us a firm date. I think it's oh, definitely okay. this side of Christmas. I feel like it's October. Um but she's definitely I, got single releases. Should we have a quick look now? So I'll just can... check to see <laughs> if it's like coming out soon. It's not on her news page of her website. Right. There's a there is an article here. Uni lad, violinist keeps kitten in bum bag while practicing. Oh yes, that is her most viral of videos, isn't it? Have you seen is it? it? Yeah. No. That's where she plays to her out. kittens. It's very Uni sweet. Lad. Okay, I agree, you need lad. Um, oh, God, what's wow. it going to lead you to now? You're going to get spam for the rest of your life. Oh, yeah, I think so. Uh, <laughs> that's cute. That is cute. It is cute, isn't it? So she's she's got, uh, she's in a practice room and there's a kitten in her bum bag. The camera mm. zooms in slowly and uh, and the kitten just looks up adoringly at Esther. Oh, that's nice. Why, why Why? haven't you done something like that? Well, with my cat, you've, because she'd well, scratch my face off. She, yeah. She'd hate it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. What about you? Could you have a go? Mm, I could do it with my baby. Oh, yeah. there we go. That's, that's a viral I totally think you should. To happen, isn't it? Oh, my God, it totally is. This is it. Do it. Okay. Try okay. it this week. So it's coming together. All right. Fine. Well, um, but anyway, she's got a really great album coming out. She's got some music videos that have already been released. She's released singles. So that's quite, we talked about all that kind of thing, like releasing singles as a classical musician and deciding what to do in your, um, as your first album. Uh, I think actually that bit is in the Patreon episode. Oh, well, there we go. That's a spoiler alert. And also saying, you know, come on, lads, join up. Join our Patreon. Uh, Mm. There's a link down below. Oh, down below. There's a link (laughs) in the show description. Uh, We actually... We do. Uh, we talk about a few things there. It's, it's, a, it's a short. It's a short episode of the Patreon. It is about ten minutes. Yeah, about ten minutes long. Um, we talk about what videos perform better on Instagram and TikTok and all that. So if you want to know that, you know, do, is it the really good stuff 
where you're nailing a piece of music? Or actually, is it the bit where you, you mess up a bit? Quite. Well, head on over to the Patreon, find out. Mm. Uh, also, that when you do that, you support the show. And every episode that we bring out each week, there's also a Patreon episode with extras of, of each guest. So, so head on over to there. Yeah, go on. Uh, well, uh, let's get stuck into the chat with Esther Abrami. Anything else to add? That's it. Let's just go. Done. Go. Go, go, go. Here we go. Esther Abrami. Congratulations to you on your new single release. Thank you very Absolutely much. Absolutely fantastic. So it's called Tomorrow, isn't it? And uh, composer's Anna Lee. Now, I hadn't heard of her before, but she's a pianist. Is that right? Yeah, yeah she's a pianist right. and composer and... Um, and yeah, and it was great. It was, it was a nice collaboration. It's it, the music's a bit different from from what I do usually, but that's what we that's what we're trying to achieve um, in the with the the upcoming releases of singles and the the point of the album. I guess there's two things, which is the one thing on on one hand to have a focus on women composers, and on the other hand to have a mix of pieces and a mix of styles um, in order to reach different people and uh, and to have something for for everyone and I really want I mean I, that's what I've been trying to do is obviously I've got like this uh, audience on social media and I wanted to try and and um obviously be happy with you know obviously with the pieces that I record but also to and that's what I've always been about is about creating bridges um and um and so that's what I'm yeah that's what I'm trying to do and so trying also to go to a different within you know staying within the classical sphere but also sometimes trying to create a bridge with with music that is tiny tiny but different from the yeah. typical classical because this had like sort of slightly minimalist vibes in it in yeah, a way and there's exactly. like, it, yeah. yeah and you were saying that it's like quite a different style to what you're used to so did it feel quite tricky to did it take a while to sort of reimagine and did you play it stylistically very differently to your usual style i guess a little bit um you know when we when we recorded it was nice that we talked to it we recorded it together she played the piano part so there was a lot quite a lot of discussion on on that which which was nice um and I guess it's yeah you have to look for something else obviously the in that's in all minimalistic pieces usually like it's not the same technical challenge I guess but in a way that brings other types of challenge because it, it can very easily just be you know not really interesting so I think um, there's, yeah, there's other challenges in making it, in making it something that's that's uh, nice to hear. And um, yeah, so that's what we, we try to do. <laughs> yeah, and it's got that theme of moving forward, hasn't it? Which is sort of, I don't know, it's quite uh, pertinent at the moment, isn't it? Like everything yeah. getting going again, that things happening. Exactly. Was, did you, was it something you recorded during the pandemic? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I recorded all my, my, my entire album during the pandemic and it it had its part of challenges. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We made it. We made it, and uh, yeah, recorded. I recorded a part of it in England um, when we were literally under like full on lockdown in in January, um, and then I recorded the rest um, in Germany, which was lovely. But but it was it was a uh, when we when we planned the trip to where they when they planned it for the recording, I literally felt like planning a trip to the moon. Honestly, like the the amount of because it was still all work, like the amount of paperwork we had to do to get into another country and and just record for a few days and it was just Germany, but it honestly felt so complicated. But I'm glad we oh. I'm glad we managed. Yeah, yeah, that's so good. 
And the video is recorded at the Barbican, isn't it? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, quite a contrast to the one I'd watched the the, the three romances, the one, the Amy Beach one, which is totally yeah. stunning. But I, I really like the kind of, you know, monochrome look to it. It's quite a contrast yeah. from all the beautiful yeah. colours. And yeah. No, that's true. Yeah, it's, I always try and I'm, I'm quite big on visual and, and I think it's a huge part of telling if you want to tell a story with with a piece of music, I think having a visual that is really linked to whatever the piece means to you or uh, is for me it's huge because I think it's part of the storytelling and it can help it can help people who are not musicians or who are not really within that you know to understand it better and um I think often it's it's overlooked in sometimes in the, in the classical music industry but Actually, you know, and I, I always think that like when, when people have an image um, or something that it's clear, you know, all the even all the, f- the famous pieces there, you know, they've been using a movie or they have a very a theme that is very easy to imagine. And um, and I think it always really helps to to have a, an image that makes sense. Um, and when people can actually understand the, the story of the piece and and what it's about so I always try and yeah and it's something I like doing anyway so yeah so do you have a big hand in designing and coming up with uh how you want it to look um yeah or, yeah, yeah absolutely yeah it's it's nice it's nice to with the videographer with the team with the, um our, it's, it's always nice so we always sit down and I talk about why what I want and what what it yeah, I just I don't, I don't I never want a music video when I mean sometimes it can be a performance video when that is a bit different obviously but yeah still the setting can be you know um, but if it's going to be a music video it's it's I always want it to mean something I don't want to just go on there put something nice and you know and that that's not the for me that's not the idea it's, yeah it's always to create something and so to have a discussion with um with the director from director and to to come up you know I'll come up with my ideas and obviously he'll have his and or hers and um and we'll yeah we'll go from there compromise <laughs> or yeah. not no we I mean no, we, we, we usually agree and actually yeah. uh, he, they've often said like it's actually nice to have somebody who who comes up with some ideas because then they, yeah. can, they have something to work with you know and they don't you know um, so, it feels yeah, so it's, much it's more a... natural, won't it? Then it will just come yeah. to you naturally rather than something stilted. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Was this uh, this project, like the whole album that you're you're releasing? Did that come to you quite easily as an idea of what, what kind of composers and what what pieces to record? Uh, no, it, it it it's not so easy. I I I found it quite difficult to to choose, and also there's the pressure of of it being your first album. Like my debut album is Sony. It's 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 a lot of pressure and and thinking okay what do i want obviously is a huge part but also what do people expect from me um you know what 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 if i record something and that people are disappointed in in or people are not interested or thought i would not record this type of music um and so it's it's uh yeah it's it's i guess it's a big debate on on you know what you want to record or so or is this for example you know you think oh it has this been overdone you don't i mean i didn't want to do something that's been done a thousand times before i wanted to try and bring something new and it's not always easy in the classical music obviously we play pieces which are already written and have been written have been recorded many many times and um so it's hard it's hard to bring something new to the table um, you know, it's not like, you know, singers or when they, they write their own music or people write their own music, always come up with 
with something that's original. Um, so, so yeah, so I, it, it did take quite a lot of, uh, quite a lot of thinking and, um, but it, you know, it, 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 yeah. And, and I guess the next part is also, you have to make it a whole, it has to, even though you want, and that's why I wanted, I wanted to have different types of, of pieces. You also still have to make it uh, work all together. So it doesn't look like you've just picked up pieces out of the hat, you know? So I guess that's also the next challenge yeah. is also totally. yeah, making it coherent. Yeah. We, we mentioned just briefly before when we were talking about your music videos, Amy Beach. I'd never heard of her before. Did you know her work uh, previous to recording and looking into recording it? No, I didn't. And um, and that's what, uh, I mean, I made actually, I, I posted a video on, on my socials recently about uh, about that. I were talking about how, um, you know, in my years of study, uh, I never pe- played a single piece written by a, a yeah. woman. And um, and I didn't know Amy Beach. No, I, I got interested, obviously, quite quite recently into into that. And um, I mean, so it's funny, you know, especially that that video when it's just a short clip of, of me saying saying that and saying that that's you know that's the reason why I wanted to kind of change things. And it it, yeah. it it's got a lot of comments. And and I mean, it's good. It's good. It's it's brought a lot of discussion. But um, yeah, but it was it was quite interesting to see. Uh, to see some of the comments and to see uh, sometimes how oh, really? um, it can be, you know, it's it's a, it's a it's a subject that seems to be a well, there can be a lot of disagreement as well from 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 other sides. But you what know, kind of, sorry, what were people saying? Sorry, what, what, yeah. what, what kind of things were people saying? I mean, it depends. Obviously, there's people who will fully support the idea, but you know, I think like with with these things, often it can be misinterpreted. So you know, there's the the thing or or um, the typical kind of oh why do you hate men? <laughs> I don't hate oh, men. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it sounds like you hate men. Oh, why I, do you hate men? I don't hate men. I so love I'm just men. going through my questions I wrote down earlier. Oh, Seb, cross that one out. Why do you hate yeah. men? <laughs> um, so, so no, I don't. And then you know the the okay. also the the the. <laughs> The, the very tip, it's, it's, and that's hard to, to explain is that, oh, do people sometimes assume, oh, so you're playing this piece just because it is written by a woman, not because you think the piece is good. Or why does it have an, you know, why is it important? You shouldn't care about that. Um, and, and, and it's just trying to, to, to put your point across and explain that is, is, is can be quite difficult. Um, so I've, and I, I, you know, I've, I've tried and I try and blind, I think, uh, I always think about these things is that it's actually it's good to have a discussion and and if people are, have don't have the same thoughts as you I never minded you know everybody's entitled to their own opinion and but actually it gets interesting when you when you do talk about these things and when people obviously stay polite but um but if you do it's it's extremely interesting to to have this kind of you know these types of conversation with people who don't share your point of view because then you really bring something to you know you can discuss things if you've got people who have the same opinion than you I guess you don't really bring anything <laughs> I mean yeah 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 but I mean yeah that, but I mean if, oh sorry if, if if the composers were were good then we would have heard it wouldn't we we'd hear all this music all the time so You're good at it. Is, that, is that one of the arguments they say what, what's the name of that person that. I think that name was uh, that was John from Dave. Tunbridge Wells. <laughs> Tom, Tom Bridge Wells, oh, no offense, yeah, yeah. Tom Wells. Angry, angry for Tom Bridge Wells. Yeah, <laughs> but it's but true. Bit, isn't it? I mean, uh, like the, you know, females. Uh, it, you know, historically, um, 
didn't have the same opportunities and weren't it wasn't encouraged as a career was it no absolutely not and and that's the thing that's you know interesting when you study because I I really took quite a lot of time to to go into you know Clara Clara Schumann's life Amy Beach and and you hear the you know and when you see the way that they were they they learned about music and it wasn't just it wasn't something like Amy Beach for example was uh, you know like usually when she she learned composing she was a pianist she got married when she was eight, I think eighteen to somebody who was rather much quite a lot older than her, and and he asked her to stop performing, and he didn't want. Usually, composers what they do, she's American, obviously, they'd go to to Europe to 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 study with with big names to 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 be better at composing, and she wasn't allowed to do that. So, you know, when you put all these things in in in, in place, and then you realize actually, yeah, like they had to really fight for for actually doing it. Like Amy Beach was one of the first women uh, in to get her, uh, one of her pieces uh, performed by, by an orchestra and um, like a professional orchestra. And, and so it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's not, it, there wasn't the same opportunities. Um, and also, you know, it's, yeah, it's, I always want it's, it's a shame also that this, this, this piece have not, you know, have been kind of forgotten because the thing is that, especially with, for example, with Clara Schumann, is that she was a superstar in, in her time. Like she was really well known, and there's so many stories, you know, also of of how even uh, Robert Schumann got jealous because because people recognize her and not him or things like that. And so, you know, it's it, yeah, it's a, it's a shame that that it's not. But and also, I think uh, you know, it's nice again what I was saying about bringing something new, like. You know, it's nice to to bring pieces that people don't have not heard before, and and don't have something to to say about that. And um, so yeah, so so, but it's it's a you know, it's always a, it's always an ongoing discussion. But I I think it's it's good. I think when we are having this type of discussion, then we're already moving forward. So we d- touched on the social media side of things, but you really are absolutely and have been at the forefront of classical musicians using social media in a, a fantastic way. I mean, we're so far behind in this industry, behind everyone else. And you finally, you know, really made a break for it, which is great. But um, who, when you were starting, I read that you started kind of looking into this when you were at Royal College. Um, so were there anybody that you could look up to who was already using social media positively? Yeah, in in the States, uh, not in, in, not the in States. Europe. Um, I had, yeah, I had two people that were, well, mainly two people one of them was was actually one of my friend now and uh, and they were doing gadgets that one violinist one viol player and um and they were doing it and and I, I kind of yeah I looked at what they were doing and I thought that was great I liked I liked the community that they had um and how they yeah it, it really felt like a like a community and and it's something that I I really liked I felt it was a I mean, I've talked about it in in some some videos before, but the the my time at the Royal College at the beginning, I had a bit of a, a moment of 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 a lot of questioning. Um, you know, going obviously into that step of you're at music college, so this is gonna be your job, this is gonna be your profession. Um, you start asking yourself a lot of questions, and um, I felt, I kind of felt stuck. Um, you know, after in my first year, and I felt like. Um, you know, you have all these things which seem important when you're a student, but I kind of quickly realized that none of this was going to get me to where I really wanted in a way that, you know, getting first chair in the orchestra or getting a very high grade in your exam, like, 
that's kind of all you're worried about as a student, but yet that is so far from what's actually going to get you some things in the real world and 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 it's very easy to kind of stay stuck in 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 that and in you know in just meeting the people at the college and and just talking all about that and just being focused on that and I felt I felt a bit stuck I felt lonely also um that I was just always kind of playing for myself in a way um I also um you know I I, I for example I like the connection with people and that's what's that's why I started music and you know from very young I was always um I was always taking my violin out and starting to play to you know anybody that that come into the house even though I, I, I really didn't play well back then uh, but but you know it was it was always about 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 the connection and and for example I remember you know, a student concert and, and I asked and I said, oh, you know, the other student, I said, oh, I, I thought I could say a few words at the beginning. And they, they looked at me and said, absolutely not. You know, and that's not, you know, that's not, a, that's not right. And no, that's not right. But, you know, that you just don't do that. And it's not, pro- it's not appropriate, blah, blah, blah. And, and there's something that, just, you know, I, I didn't like, I don't, I don't like going on stage um, playing and not have, for me, I mean, it depends, obviously, you know, I'm not criticizing anybody who's doing that. Everybody's obviously entitled to, what, to do whatever they, they, they feel is right. But for me, my idea of sharing music just wasn't that. And, um, and so, and so I started, I started posting a few things. They were thinking, obviously it would get, it would get to that point, but I really, I loved having a community. I love having a community of, of people and, and obviously, you know, I know you can't, you cannot please everyone. And, and I know some people obviously don't. And I, I did, I did, I have, and I still do have a lot of people who are against what I do. But, um, but yeah, to have, to have this, this community and to have this international community, which is really, really amazing. So for example, I, I talked about the, the, one of the person that inspired me to start and he was in New York. And so we, you know, when I, when I did go to New York, we met up, but it felt like we already knew each other. So even, even within the, the actual profession, professional world, it, it brought me so many contacts and and having the support. And especially, you know, during the pandemic, I feel like I feel like quite a lot of the classical music world has realized how how it was something that was helpful, something that could be good. Because I think there's a lot of stigma attached to social media that was, you know, it's something that's bad. It's something that's and I feel like with social media, we realized that. Um, you know that there's a lot of good that come that can come out from it, especially and um, and yeah, and so so it's but but before that and and you know obviously there's still some some things around that, but before that yeah, it's it's not something that everybody obviously agreed with, definitely not. Uh, well, there's but, always a poly- have, there's a very apologetic yeah. thing. I always feel like uh, as musicians, we're always so apologetic for saying, you know, often what we're doing or or ha- or having an image or a brand. Yeah. It's like yeah, it's like people kind of shy away from it. But you're, I yeah. think, exactly what you're saying. We were speaking to David Taylor, who was uh, who was talking about you in absolutely glowing terms, saying yeah. how fantastic <laughs> you were at, and how well you were managing that aspect of your career and and how proactive but um I think and people have finally seem to be waking up to it don't they now it's quite late yeah I think it's it's, it's starting it's starting it's a bit late but I mean there's always you know it's it's better late than never I guess um but yeah and it's you know it's it's for example during the you know during the, the when the pandemic started I was I was absolutely blown away by the support that I received from the community that I had created obviously when you start creating a community 
when the problem is there, it's 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 harder. But the fact that it was created before and and I have had really really like the, the support, I was really really blown away. Like you know, with the with with the support of the people who who've been following me and and uh, and when they're going through this time and 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 you know having no concepts, um, actually having this community of people who are can who are there to be still listening to you still. It was it was a really like like a lifesaver and and it was like that in college because I, I really was at a, a breaking point of thinking that I I don't know if you know I don't know if I can do that and if if I don't feel um, inspired in in what I do and especially the the music and violin that I I love absolutely and I always said to myself if I don't you know if I don't manage to to achieve what I want um, and in the way I, I'd be happy about it I'd literally rather do something else, still brilliant with the music, but, you know, I don't want to make a compromise on, on, on what I want. And, um, and I, yeah, so yeah, that's it. <laughs> so what were you, um, what was the focus of your studies when you were at college? Did you feel, was it more about just passing those exams you had to do and maybe getting into an orchestra? And did you feel held back by any of that? Um, I didn't feel held back, uh, but, um, and I never really had these, ideas anywhere of of of, of uh, getting into orchestra or chamber group I mean sometimes a little bit especially in the first year obviously you're a bit influenced by other people um and obviously the what I wanted became clearer and clearer over of you know when I when I started developing these things I knew what I liked and I, what I didn't but it was kind of hidden between you know behind all the years of of being you know before I was at Chatham School of Music and um, which is, you know, obviously great. And Royal College of Music is one of the best school there. That's not, you know, it's it's, it's not a criticism whatsoever. But, um, but yet it's, you know, you've got this path that uh, within classical music, it's like, okay, you've got this, this or this, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. A- anything in between, no, <laughs> that doesn't exist. <laughs> and uh, and and it's a shame. It's a shame that that we're kind of, you know, like that because then you also that also I think brings the fact that. There's a lot of people in the trying to fight for the same thing just because sometimes we're not encouraged to being to doing really what we want, to being creative about it. And and I think if if sometimes people are being really creative in doing what they really want, what their goal is and what they want to achieve, there's actually a place for everyone, I think. And and there's not really a huge need for all that, all that fighting and all that. Uh, toxic kind of competition thing. How did you find um, your teachers and peers when you were at college? Did were they accepting of it? Did you did your teachers support this kind of avenue? No, no, no. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, there was there was there was some people that supported it, but and mm. you know, I I can understand. Uh, it's something new it's something for, 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 for them anyway it's something that's new it can be scary I guess and um, um, it's yeah it's a new world it's a new world with new roles and I think for somebody's been in the industry for many years and the way you know it worked for so many years for suddenly to have something that just comes and completely shake things off can be scary so I can understand why they were not supportive of it Um and you know it's it in in a way it pushed me it you know the fact that I felt like I, I had 
anyway nothing to lose because nobody was supporting me well well you know and I, it, it just yeah it pushed me it pushed me further because and and you know I wanted to it made me want to do it even more um in a way that I I felt yeah it, it's fine anyway you know as I said I've, I've got no, absolutely nothing to lose and um so might as well I might as well try and try and really get for go for what I want and yeah, but I mean that, that's a brave decision to make at a young age uh, when you've when you've um, you know got into the Royal College of Music and you're you've you know you've invested time and money and all, all that to to just kind of follow. I mean, you're following your instincts here, thinking, well, I'm, you know, and going against the the tuition which you you've paid for and all that all that history and you know all these amazing teachers. But but you, you sort of obviously knew in, in your gut that actually this is worth pursuing even at the expense of what people think yeah i think instinct is a is a huge thing and and i've always followed my instinct and i think even with you know literally when you meet people or you are like it's i don't know i always feel like instinct is the is the right thing to follow and and sometimes we kind of take that away and kind of just follow and you know i think also it's very easy to um to go for what people think you should do and you know people especially obviously that you know it's, i guess it's their role as well but you know the the kind of people have an idea of what you can do and that's what and that's what i felt that as the, the the most the hardest part was that when i was at school before when i was there it was like they had this idea of what i could do so they give you you know they they, they kind of hold the, this mirror and and this you know the show this is the image of what you can do this is what you you are this is what you can you know this is what you can achieve and that can be very dangerous because you start believing that you start believing that okay that if they think that that's what I can do then that's that's true and it's it's so far from the truth you know and even though you can be close to with obviously with some teachers and and they, they they're not you they don't know what you and and sometimes they're gonna think that you know, and it's great to get advices. Obviously, that's not what I'm saying. I think it's it's wonderful to have advices from from people who are who are there and who've been there for many years. And um, but but it can be yeah, it can be very easy to be taken away from what you really want just because you're gonna follow what people think that you should do. Um, and sometimes people don't think that you're capable of doing what you really want to do, and it's very easy to fall for that. Mm. yeah absolutely that's true yeah those places they can you you can easily just follow a path or just you know think oh the person in the year above me does this i'll play that piece of music and you just you're just sort of copying what other people have done before mm. especially when you're really young hard. yeah definitely it's very hard yeah, you're very, yeah it's easy to be very su- suggestible and mm. and just and look up to those those older players and i think well they're doing that i guess i'll do that and and that's it. And it's you don't always think about actually what do I want to do, and that I think maybe that often that comes later in life after you've left college and you've been out in the world a little bit. Yeah, um, yeah. But, but to decide mean. at college, that's that's a yeah, that's a big big step to do. I think don't yeah. think a lot of people manage to do that. Yeah, I think definitely. I don't know for for me, and I always see that hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's the way, you know, kind of I was brought up about saying that, you know, whenever you've got a feeling which is sometimes, which is negative. So when you're unhappy or um, it's usually to tell you something and, and it's important. I've always felt like it was important. It's, it's in those moments that I've, I've made the biggest and most important decisions of my life. It's in the moments where I was true, like I was unhappy or I was feeling upset about something. And instead of kind of putting, you know, kind of forgetting about it and I, I was trying and, you know, taking it out and, and understand why and, and change something. And um, so that's why I changed. And that's why I kind of took this decision at college and, it wasn't easy every day, um, you know, and obviously it's, it was kind of the only one doing that. And, and it, it brought its part of, of challenges, definitely did. Um, but but because I was truly happy with what I was doing, um, I, it didn't really matter because at least, you know, I'd rather go through a struggle and actually be happy with what I do rather than, you know, going for something. But and, and even then, you know, if sometimes... You think you're settling for something, but actually there's still struggles there. And so you're struggling for something you don't even really want to do. Like, yeah. I still struggle with something that you want to do. Yeah, quite. <laughs> exactly. Was there a certain type of video that you kind of gravitated towards uh, early on? Has it changed, like your, your sort of your tone or the kind of like jokey things or or more serious clips? Um, I mean, I try and, and I think that's one of their hardest part of, of social media is to be constant but to stay up to date and to not get behind and and uh, I know there's some people that have you know sometimes you see that they do a lot and then you stop or you see them less on socials and it's, it's very hard it's very hard firstly to be constant but it's very hard to um to yeah to always be up to date with what's going on because um, what, you know, uh, fashion, it's not fashion, but like, um, how do you say, like trends, trends change yeah. and they change fast. And, um, again, we're very far from this. I think sometimes this mentality and, 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 in, 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 in classic music, when we just don't want like trends, we don't, <laughs> we don't do that. We don't get to take part yeah. in that. But, but yes, if you want, if you want people, more people to be, listening to your music you're gonna have to put a bit of of yourself into that and I love doing it so I guess that's the thing I know some people don't and I, I can understand but you know like for example recently like the the, the kind of um you know TikTok which is like this yeah. new thing and I was you know it's not I mean I'm not old but it's not my generation it really isn't and I, the first time, and I remember somebody saying like, oh yeah, like you should, you know, should go on it. You know, my daughters, they're on diet. So, you know, and I thought, and then I thought, yeah, I, I probably shouldn't be on it. You know, I'm always all about, I always say, say to everyone, yeah, I'm all about, you know, like 
opening music to to younger kids and I'm not on a, on an app that they are like I'm a hypocrite and and uh, so I thought okay I, I need to go so I, I went I went on the app and you and I opened it and I was like uh, I don't understand it. <laughs> I said, old. I'm old. I really did. And I was like, what is this? Like, and, and, and I felt totally out of place. And, um, you know, it, it, it took a bit of time and I like, I watched the videos. I tried to understand the idea behind it. And even the way that the videos are filmed, the way the videos are edited, so different from, from, from any other socials and, and the way they, they, they're doing it. And so, so it took a bit of time, but I, I tried to adapt and, you know, I had a lot of fun, fun with it. Um, and, you know, with the idea, with the idea of still making something that's educational sounds a bit, you know, but, 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 you know, something that, that that's going to bring something that's going to make the people who watch the video discover or something um, yeah. and as well for it to be fun. So I guess I have, I've kind of, it's a mix of, you know, for example, there's all the, the things about my album, which is much more serious kind of, posts and then you've got sometimes those kind of funnier posts about you know like there's something I did like the evolution of music when I dressed up and like oh I saw that things. yeah and yeah. it's nice you know and, and even this video yeah. which you know got shared on nine gag and and you know it, it yeah so yeah I was dressed up but yet it was it was class it is classical music that's going on nine gag which is yeah you know, it's not something you yeah. see often and we and, have no, we have to have a moment for the kittens as well, please, because they are very sweet. And I love the fact that they, when they sit in the pouch and you play, yeah. that I mean, that went that went crazy, didn't it? People yeah, love that. that. I mean, I yeah. love that. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, so again, it's, you know, it's it's obviously it was it was great that this video went viral. Firstly, because of the the the. Uh, catch answer that I have we, we got a lot of support for for them which was great um but also in terms of of you know reaching more people in classical music and and it's it's a bridge you know it's um somebody who's not a musician is gonna the kitten's gonna find it cute is gonna put the video on and then the sound and oh what is this you know and then the, it's a, yeah it's, it's a bridge and and I think um sometimes people see it as a bad thing like you know oh yeah but People then are not interested about what you what you what you really play. Yeah, but you need you need to bring people in. You cannot just be for yeah, somebody who's never heard classical. Yeah, you somebody who's never heard classical music. Don't expect him to come to your concert. He's not. <laughs> you know, it's it's just no. it's just not gonna happen that way. And um, I think yeah, there needs to yeah. be a, a path. And I think that's why people who are doing you know doing things in between I guess and sometimes they're not always very um you know uh, it's, it's not something that's always very popular if, if you ask uh, uh, some musicians and because you think oh yeah why you know when you get out I guess of that very classical thing but 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 that's that's the best way to make yeah to make that bridge and also you're know, doing collaborations with other other musicians with other um types of music which which i i really love doing i i and there's quite a lot of collaborations on 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 my album and yeah to have a then you reach different audiences for them as well even for their audiences their audience is exposed to classical music your audience is supposed to something new and original everybody it's a (laughs) win-win it really is i think i read on your your website that that it was is when you started putting videos of you practicing and maybe just showing quite real videos yeah. of like the, the truths behind everything that that's actually where it 
kind of really kicked off and yeah. uh, you found a, a really big audience yeah it's it, on, on youtube it's i think so that's the thing is each social's got its own audience and its own rules in a way and and finding your style on on each of these platforms, it can be sometimes difficult. But for yeah, for YouTube, it's it's a it's a type of video that people really like. These kind of practice, honest practice videos. It's not something you find often online. Um, and and you know, I I wanted to again, I wanted to share. You know, when I started, especially I was still a student, and people, some people assumed that. Because I was putting videos on socials, I thought I was the you know the best out there, and I thought, oh, you know, this is to show how good I am, and it's so so far from the truth. And I want to show the journey, and I always wanted to show the journey of what you know what I'm going through, and 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 that's the point of this practice video is is to show the journey. And I think there's too too much of just showing how perfect you are, and showing how you know. And we have this idea that when you're a professional musician, you don't struggle anymore. Like you don't struggle in your practice. You don't really play wrong notes. You don't um, have these moments. And it's not true. We all, you know, we, we still do. And, um, and, and so I, yeah, for me it was, and I like it. And, you know, even for me, it's, it's hard. It's hard to obviously film your practice and, and put, put yourself in, in a vulnerable situation really, because, you know, you're showing, uh, you're showing your, in a way, your weakness. And I always say in my, you know, my practice videos, like, you know, it's so, it would be so much easier for me to pick the bits that I know and that I know well and just pretend that I'm practicing, but just playing through them. Like that's been so much easier, but this is not the point because practice is choosing the weakest bit and working on these. But I think that's what also makes it, makes it interesting. And I've always, I always wanted to be um, as, you know, as, 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 truthful and as open on, on these things as possible. I, and I think sometimes that I felt like that was, that's what was kind of lacking was that, that honesty. And, and it's not easy. And I can understand that why we're not showing that. Um, but I think you can, yeah, it can bring something to, to, to people who are also going through that to, to see it. You know, sometimes I'd post something that's got nothing to do with my music and, I don't know. Do you? I mean, when you're a musician, it's a bit different. But I don't think so many people go to see someone just because of the rep, for example. Or they'd be like, "Oh, you know, I really want to hear Sibelius Concerto tonight, so I'm gonna, you know." And I think it's or some people will go just because they think they're the right musician. But for me, for for, for my favorite musicians, that it's always been about also who the, who they were and what they were doing in their life. And that's why, you know, I, I, I one of my favorite violins is Diego de Minoun because then I, I, I'm, I was so inspired by what he did in his life and the fact that he did so many different things and he was so ahead of his time on so many things. You know, when you see these videos that he created, the series of videos of, of, about teaching violin, I mean, back then it was like nobody was doing that. And he was already like basically doing a YouTube tutorial in a way, <laughs> you know, <laughs> back then. Like it was, it's, it's, you know, and I, I, and I admire that. And so he's an amazing musician. Now, obviously, the side that I look up to, but, but it was the, 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 the mix of everything around that that made me, me love that person. And that, you know, and so I think, I think when people come to your concert, if they, if they know you, like they want to see you. And I think that's sometimes what we, lacking and we we told not to do you know we often told don't put yourself first and you know it's always about the music I mean if anything just I don't know we could play you know in in in, in a, the black and just so we don't see us or something and 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 sometimes I know I've been 
people, you know, it was, it's very easy to say, oh, you know, you're, you're too much just to buy, you know, you, but you said blah, blah, blah. And yeah, but it's, you know, it's, it's about obviously your interpretation of things and it's about the way you want to tell the story. And that's what makes it interesting. And people are going to come to see you, to see your personality. And obviously they want to have, you you want to have that that skill that is good enough in, in music, of course. And that's what we work for and work so hard for. But this sometimes, is, I guess, like this idea of perfection and sometimes takes us away from the point that, yeah, people want a, a, a concert where you're going to play very well, but they want also to feel like they've come to see someone that they know or that they, you know, and and that they admire. But it's it's much easier to to do that when you know the person, when the person is, feels accessible. Also, also this whole thing of yeah, of, of feeling accessible. And that's why I always want to talk to the others I love in, and and it's it. I feel like it brings me, you know, closure and, 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 you know, going at the end of the concert, talking to people and it, it, yeah, it's, it's, it is also about that. I think if you find that somebody's accessible, you're more onto, and it, I, I remember because I did um, on in my master's, my uh, uh, thesis on, on, on around, um, you know, kind of what, what brings people to well I, there was using there was part about you know what brings people to concert and I, I read a lot and it, there's a lot of things that said that you know young people struggled with the idea the, with this lack of communication and lack of feeling very far away from the people who were playing um and not feeling involved and you know and it, so I think I think if you were if we try and break that a little bit and, and making that access accessibility better so that it's not it's not you and the audience and you know it's, it's a real it's a real connection so how do you do that practically in, in a concert do, do you talk more to the audience i talk to you... the audience yeah absolutely um and i think you know obviously i yeah, talking to the audience and um even obviously there's the after, which, you know, but then I guess already some people do it, but I always try, you know, when people come to see me, I actually do, you know, probably, you know, take the time to talk to them. But yeah, I think, you know, during the concert and now it's starting to be something that people do more. Um, but, but, you know, for example, um, something that is getting done in recitals now is to talk is becoming a little bit of thing. But I think also, you know, when you talk to the audience, yeah, it's great to talk about the piece. And, you know, sometimes people will just literally give you a history lesson in the piece. That's great. But, you know, when you talk to people, you say a few words on yourself, about yourself, you know, and, I, and, and people like it, you know, I'm, I, and, and they feel, again, you can tell like a little story about the day or it was something that ha- that's happened that day of the concert or people will laugh, people will, you know, realize and they'll want to hear, like they'll be so much more interested now what you've learned because you've just said that they're going to think about that and they're going to have this little anecdote about you. And, um, but for example, it's something that's not all done in, in the concerto concept. So it's recitals, people do it, but in the concerto, you, the soloist comes in, plays, leaves, that's it. Um, and, and I remember when I, I, and I played, um, uh, uh, 
a concerto and 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 at the beginning and I asked I asked the conductor I said do you mind if I say a few words and ask because obviously I know it's not something he was like no absolutely not and literally all I said was just a few words about you know how is it I was a bit nervous so I thought I'd talk because it, it relaxes me I mean it's not funny it's not even a joke it's it's not really that funny no. but people laugh <laughs> and and you know and 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 then I said you know that oh this first time I'm performing this concerto actually yeah and just a few words and and the thing that people mentioned I, when I came out is that, oh, it's so nice to hear you talking and that. And, you know, so it's, yes, it's, I mean, we can, you know, we can each find our own way of, of doing what we feel comfortable with, but, but it's, it brings something, I think. You can see, yeah, you can see the audiences sort of visibly re- relax sometimes, can't you, when you start speaking, if you're introducing... Yeah. I did a quartet concert a few weeks ago. <laughs> they were looking a bit cold and <laughs> a bit tense, to be honest. <laughs> so I just, you know, gave them a few words about the Vorjak American Quartet and, you know, a few people look vaguely happier. <laughs> Some people look visibly nice. sad as well. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but it does, it just I think it definitely it. helps um, yeah. bring them along with you yeah. and... and- and say, so look out for this bit because this bit's really hard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, this exactly, bit. Yeah. We've been practicing this bit. Just watch. Just doesn't out. work. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I can imagine actually yeah. what, what what might happen over the you know the next few years uh, as things progress. But um, having like more more Q and As and things before, but before uh, like after the rehearsal, before the gig, maybe. Um, Maybe a podcast. Maybe uh... imagine that. Who could do <laughs> such a thing? You know, <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. But you could, yeah. you know, you could chat to the to the soloist um, with a host, you know, and and people could come along, and then and then they're really going to get to know you, and yeah. then by the time you come on stage, they're like, oh, we saw her earlier chatting yeah. about it about her preparation. Yeah. Um, so there's always a f- already that, a feeling of goodwill. Yeah, come on. Should we send this <laughs> okay. straight away? <laughs> That's our idea. No one else copied yeah, exactly. that. Exactly. Done it. Copyright Sorry. it. <laughs> but yeah, and yeah, you, you watch that as an audience member. You go, oh, yeah, she's, she was lovely. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, we, we sat and watched out an ice cream and then uh, we, uh, she did the, the Sibelius. <laughs> she signed my programme. But that's the thing. It's good. Is that we, we sometimes forget, again, with, with when we have we, you know we strive for obviously we told about that this idea of absolute perfection and and trying so hard to to get there and and that's all we're going to be focused about because of that we, that's all we're going to be focused on is in the in the concert and we just we tend to forget like people and I always remind myself even when I'm nervous before a concert and I think yeah I mean obviously like for example like the the idea of performance class in college is very nerve-wracking because students are not there to have a good time like they haven't you know <laughs> what I mean like they've come and they're obviously like you know there's always this idea but when people come to your concert like they've paid a ticket they've made their way there they, they want to have a nice time they don't they, they're not coming for and and that's and even me you know when I and, I, and I'm a classical musician and, and when I come to a concert I, I I come because obviously I want you know I want to have a nice time I want and I want the, the experience to be memorable and and the experience is much more memorable if if the person is is really uh, you know showing showing who they are and 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 in a way like I don't really care if there's a few mistakes I really don't care actually if there's a few mistakes or if there is something and it's just I, I feel actually and and every time I've actually watch like some people live and, and you see sometimes a little thing or it it makes them more human and it's it's actually even you know in, in a way it's nice and it's uh yeah showing showing this human side and 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 
not always having this idea of the kind of, oh, it has to be the most virtuosic as, as possible and just be like this inaccessible person that is just very good at their instrument. And again, you know, every, each to their own. But for me, that that's not, yeah, for me, that's not my idea. Yeah, absolutely. Does that change your approach then, sort of coming to those realisations that, that people like to see the fallibility and the mistakes? You know, you don't aim to make mistakes. No, but, but when yeah. you're, if you're performing as a soloist, does that change your, do you sort of think, okay, I can relax a bit more? Um, or do, does it change anything about your approach? Um, a little bit. I think I'm, I'm yeah, I'm a bit, I'm, obviously as you still want, still want to achieve the best for you, for you on, you know, but I guess the difference is that, I don't know. Yeah, I know it's it, obviously you, you want to be proud of yourself. You want to be that, but I try and, I try and have different, um, like for example, I'll, I'll be playing a concert, and at the end of the concert, instead of just thinking about how was my performance on a technical level, and that's my only, that's the only thing when I base myself on was it a good or a bad concert, for example. Instead of having that, I have yeah, it's a part, it's like part of the mark, but there's also like, did people enjoy it? Did people seem like how many people came to talk to me at the end, and um, how many connections have I made? Um, uh, where people, you know, uh, laugh, not laughing, but you know what I mean? Like where they really like, and and what was the atmosphere like between between me and the audience during the concert? And and that's also for me just now becoming just as important. And obviously I'm not saying that, of course, you know, we can have a bad day and I'm not saying that I'm going to be happy about it. It's not, or I'm going to be happy about making mistakes. That is not what I'm saying, but, but it's not my only worry it's all not worry but it's only not the only thing that I'm trying to achieve in a in a concert did you have anyone you saw when you were a child and just beginning that really inspired you that you actually went and met in person you like not violin really. this wife <laughs> yeah uh, not not really no. actually I, I didn't I guess I had more this it was more in my head I'm a very imaginative person and and I like, I don't know, like for example, I said, you would even mean from very young, I was, it was always somebody I looked up to. Um, and um, I guess from, you know, even for, I'm obviously never, never had the chance to, to see him live, but around what I was seeing, around what I was reading, I could like, I could imagine the person that he was. And that's what I loved about it. Um, but, you know, um, yeah, some, I mean, some, I, I never saw them live actually, but uh, there's a, uh, a violinist in, in France that was really nice, it's very popular, called Nemanja Radulovic. And um, he, I, I remember watching his videos and he's, he's got, you know, great personality. He's got like this, also this huge hair wig. And he's, um, again, like coming back to that, that's what I like. And that's his performance. I always so, like, it's fun. Like you're having a good time. It's classical, classical music, but he makes it really cool. And um, I'm watching, you know, all these, his videos. It was, it was you know, always looking, looking up. And then one day, uh, it, like one day I, because I was following him on, on, on Instagram and, and one day he like followed me back and put a message like, oh, it's really cool what you're doing. And it's that moment, oh, you know, when you like look up at yeah. somebody when you were a kid and then like they like <laughs> acknowledge you and you're like, what? <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. yeah. I bet you must have quite a few now who come to you. I bet you've got... Have you had, oh, you don't have to say, by the way, but um, have you had any big <laughs> um, celebrity moments where somebody's written something or, or written something about you and you thought, oh, my God. 
<laughs> I mean, there's people that look up to that, you know. Then I, I recently did uh, something with Ibrahim Malouf, uh, trumpet trumpet player. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. so good. Yeah, and oh, uh, something cool. I, I looked up to, and he, he invited me as a guest on his last concert, and we did an improvisation together. Bit nerve wracking that you're gonna improvise with Ibrahim Malouf in front of like two thousand people. And I remember because I came, wow. yeah, he said, he invited me like two days, two days before, literally, and just said, do you want to come on stage? And I was like, yeah. Uh, and, uh, and then, <laughs> and then I was like, you know, are we rehearsing the improvisation? I mean, I, it's a, bit of a stupid question, I guess. We had, you don't rehearse improvisation, <laughs> but you know, just yeah. having an idea of, you know, the structure. And he was like, no, it's an improv. You, you, <laughs> I'm not going to rehearse. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, my classical musician like side of me was like, <laughs> panicking <laughs> and uh, and it was one of the best honestly one of the best moments of my life I really really, really remember it for a very long time and to have this you know when I said to, I said to him I said to have this freedom on stage where you just do whatever comes to your mind I mean isn't that great like you've got we've got all these skills now that we've worked and we've got all these things and you just have to choose what you want to express on the moment and and yeah that's cool so, yeah, it's just yeah. So it it was great and to to impress together and so yeah. So he I guess he's you know and he was very nice, very said some very nice things, also interesting in the concert and um. So yeah, that was recently, just a, you know a few weeks Aww. ago. It was, did you it was really nice. did you spend a bit of time chatting to him and and yeah. have you played with him again or? Yeah, I, yeah. So this was literally a, a few weeks ago. So I haven't played with him again since. But we've you know we've talked about doing more stuff together and and yeah, it was really nice to connect. He's a, he's a wonderful musician, but again, very, very generous person. Uh, you know, even on stage, he's giving so much to the audience and, and he's again, all, all about this idea of connection. And when, when I, when I was watching him live and yeah, you are, it's, he's there, he really is there, the person and he's, and, and you can show on stage really the, the wonderful person that he is as well. So. Yeah. 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 He, he's, he's a huge inspiration to me as, as a trumpet player. Because I mean, his sound is is just one, it's the best yeah. thing ever. Yeah. It sounds it, it, the things he could do with the trumpet using the same the same setup. It doesn't seem like he changes any mouthpiece or anything. It sounds like a, a often like a bass flute, something really soft. But then within the same phrase, he can change it to like the, the like the shiniest, brightest, loud trumpet kind of sound. Um, you hear a piece like Beirut, uh, which is just. Um, incredible piece of music where, where it starts off so gentle and then by the end it's all like distorted guitars and and yeah he's always been someone who has really sort of bent those genres and and broken down those barriers I remember, I remember seeing him at the Queen Elizabeth Hall and it was just a brilliant concert and it was yeah I mean we sat down but but it was it's like kind of it hasn't got a genre it's like no. it's not a classical concert yeah and yeah, it's full of improvisation. And I mean, he's from he's from Beirut, and he he went he studied in Paris with Maurice Andre. Yeah. Um, so he sort of I I, I know I've not I've not obviously not spoken to him. I've not from what I gather, it's like he he ha- he learned the trumpet in a cer- certain way from in the way people play in his country, and then obviously was was very good. But then went to learn from the master, learn the the classical way. But then he's kind of then gone back to using all those skills but to really develop what he was brought up on and then develop the trumpet in brand new ways amazing it's an it's an interest it's interesting like it's a sort of similarity to 
to kind of what what you've done where you've you've sort of gone to the the main place to learn the stuff yeah. but then you've realized really what you want to do absolutely yeah and so yeah that he's, he's really also you know wanting to help younger musicians and uh he's always keen on doing that and and, and being being you know very very generous on that on that side of things and and that's it's it's, it's lovely to see it's not often that you see that so so yeah you know it was great it was a great and 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 that was a really great concept and um, I, I, something that I, I love, right? So, so, uh, yeah, he said, do you want to do, you know, an improvisation first on your own? You start on your own and then I'll come in after. So, you know, he come, I came in and the, obviously the stage is people were all standing up, by the way. And, you know, it was like this kind of outdoor concert. And and I came at the end of the, con- it was kind of at the end of the concert and I thought, Right, people have been like dancing, and I'm gonna come with my violin. I'm, I was just hoping like people are actually gonna like it, not think I'm like putting the the mood down or something. And so I, and, and no, but you know what I mean. Like as a, I can see, yeah. it's not it's not my type. Of, usually my type of audience. Sorry, so I, I came in and 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 it started doing an improvisation, and then and people really loved it. Like I started, and then I, you know started a bit slow, and then I went into something like a, a little bit more punchy. And like that, when that came, literally people starting like woo, like that. And I was just thinking, like, can you imagine that in a classical concert, you come to like that hard bit yeah. and like a Mendelssohn concerto, Mozart concerto, people would be like woo. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that next time. <laughs> 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 It was fun. It do was the fun octaves. Come on, do the octaves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to have people like people interacting with you, like as again as a classical musician, we're not used to that. But people actually expressing no. what they feel whilst you're playing, and it was great. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is kind of weird concepts. If you look, come from a classical background it's like what what is this concert and it's, it's i don't know i love it i think there's some really great stuff that can happen yeah. in that yeah. area yeah. of like you know audiences on their feet and 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 cheering and all that yeah so good yeah. did you um did you study much improvisation at any point i did a bit i uh, when i was i was an exchange student uh with the royal college of music i went to a manhattan, manhattan school of music in new york and there I took improvisation classes, which was which was absolutely amazing. I remember also Regina Carter at Jazz Valenius came for, for one of the lessons. And that was most, one of the most inspiring uh, things to, to, to watch and to be with her and have tips from her. Yeah. Have you got, are there live performances coming up to sort of coincide with the single releases and then the album release? Uh, yeah, are there performances we can see, yeah soon uh there there is there is going to be uh something that's still the, the exact dates are still a little bit on on hold but there's going to be things around yeah around around there is that it's all getting planned obviously it's still things are starting back to like get back in places but it's still a little bit you know on hold well not on hold but you know what i mean um so hopefully hopefully it will be you know by by the start of 2022 i really hope that everything will have you know, we'll, we'll be back to normal. And uh, and so I'll be able, yeah, as, I, I think during the next month, I'll be able to share some share some dates. Exciting times. Yeah, we'll keep our eyes peeled. <laughs> <laughs> but for, in the meantime, you can, uh, we can, anyone can come follow you on the, on the socials. On, on Are you on all of them? On Instagram? Them. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. Of them. Absolutely, yeah. And, and, and YouTube, already on TikTok. the, on this streaming platforms as well for their singles, which, yeah. Yeah, check them out. They're awesome. 
thank you, Esther. Isn't she great? She's great, uh, very nice, yeah. and uh, thanks for giving up your precious time. Mm, holiday time, and, um, you lovely, holiday, lovely yeah. person. Yeah, that's right. Oh, um, cheers, and uh, yeah, go and check her out. Look at her yeah. Spotify and her Instagram, her TikTok, all those social things. Yeah, YouTube. Her all. videos are fantastic. They are so beautiful. It's absolutely worth watching. There's the the one she did for the three romances. It's it's like a beautiful perfume advert. I think that's what I was saying in the episode. But it's a yeah, it's just stunning. Yeah, I haven't watched it. Oh, go and look. It's so lovely. I will. I will watch yeah, that. Yeah. Um, I just want to tell you. Um, I've ordered something. Oh, have you? Yeah. Let, let me just. Uh, I'm going to show you a screen on my uh, on my phone. This is very exciting. This, this is exciting. It yeah, is. You're going to get excited by this. Am I? God, the anticipation is too much. Come on, phone. <laughs> oh no. I've got to go to. It's Uber Eats. Oh, flipping heck! Is it? <laughs> I've ordered a takeaway. Oh, are um, you sending it here? If you have, no, then then I'm, I'm not excited. You food. Oh, well, I tell you what, my excitement oh. levels have gone down fifty percent already. Yeah, they've gone down. They've gone yeah. down. But yeah. but uh, what check is this it? out. Order summary. Can you see that? Oh, oh oh my god! Oh my god! Monkey fingers. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Our favourite. I'm so excited for you. They've gone back up at least twenty five percent now that I've seen that. <laughs> Oh, when yeah. they arriving, Seb? Are you on a? You must be on a tight schedule. You don't want to let them go soggy. So, well, yeah, I thought I'd do it as a, as a sort of danger order. So oh, while exciting. I just while I do a podcast, <laughs> it's definitely the best nah. way to eat monkey fingers. You shouldn't ever do it in a civilized way, should you? No, it has to be in a rush. <laughs> there has to be a level of danger. <laughs> of course. Oh my! If you don't know, God. listener, basically we love monkey fingers because me and Verity we did Funny Girl a few years ago in town. And it's the, pretty much one of the closest restaurants to the Savoy Theatre. Yeah, it's probably not the best restaurant nearest the Savoy <laughs> Theatre, but it is. It, there's something about it. It's very tasty, and and we we'd often get in there about ten past seven. <laughs> yeah, order some food. The food would come at about uh, twenty five past seven. <laughs> Eat as quick as we can. Usually running down the road. Running down the road. <laughs> Always back well in time for the show. Perfectly well in time. Not feeling the best, though. <laughs> no. A slight vinegary smell around the pit. <laughs> oh, God. I do remember hey, some look, intervals of pain. Sorry, anyway. Carry right, on. I just wanted to, to clarify, we're professional people. Hugely. And, and it hugely. Was... We're just a fan of chicken. <laughs> Yeah. It's chicken in a sort of batter with buffalo sauce. It made me play so much better. It definitely did. Yeah. I was I was well loaded up. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, monkey fingers, uh, meat liquor sell monkey fingers. If you're wondering, yeah, Spon- nice they could sponsor. Quite. Yeah, our minds are going to the same place. Honestly, of all people, they they really should sponsor us. We've given a lot to them, and mm. Seb is continuing to. So there we are, meat liquor. Uh, Thanks, lads. Thanks, Meat Liquor. Yeah. Uh, what else should we mention? Oh, well, i tell you what we should really mention is oh, yeah, our party. Oh, something quite important. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm just going to keep talking what, about it now. more important than fried chicken that no, I just ordered? No, not more important than that. It's good that it's come Equal. second in the order. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's really going to be exciting. We've got so many great acts confirmed now. Yeah. It's just going, you know, like I've just had messages this afternoon from one of our guest artists very exciting. Brilliant. Yeah. That's so good. So let, let's explain what's going on, if you haven't heard. On the 19th of September, 
at Arnold Screw Studios. Easy for you to at say. Arnold, <laughs> at Arnold Screw Studios, we are live streaming a show. We did one back in uh, December last year. Yeah, we did. We're doing a similar thing now. Uh, hopefully, it's going to be in the garden. That's mm. what we're planning. Well, there's going to be a mini heatwave, have... isn't there, next week? So I'm just thinking, come on, hold out. Yeah, hold out. Yeah. And um, we've got uh, some great guests. We've got Matt Cardle. Yes, we've we have. We've got Vicky Stone. Yes, we have. We've got the old Dirty Brasters. Yes. Estilo String Quartet. That's right. We've got Georgia Van Etten. We've got Phil Donnelly. In fact, Phil Donnelly is basically a co-coordinator of this thing, seeing as it's his yeah. studios. And, and he's brilliant. He's actually... You know, he's a tech man, plays his bass. He's going to be doing everything, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> it is all in aid of the Irene Taylor Trust. If you don't know who they are, we interviewed Sarah Lee, who, was, uh, who runs the Irene Taylor Trust. We interviewed her a few episodes back. Uh, beginning of the year? Sometime. Yeah. No, it wasn't it, beginning of the year. I'm sure it was. Wasn't it? It was when we were no, first allowed was, out. Oh, no, sorry, maybe yeah. March, April time. Yeah, it was something like that, yeah. wasn't it? It yeah. was spring kind of kind of time. Anyway, uh, that was very inspiring. We we loved chatting to her. She goes round the Iron Taylor Trust to go to prisons and they they make uh, music with uh, prisoners, and they also do other stuff, uh, youth projects. Mm-hmm. So we we we've got them coming along, and they've yes. got a guest who's gonna, uh, and they've got one of their acts. That's right, Noble. But, who's going to come and perform for us. And I've heard his track and it's awesome. It's really great. Um, Great. So we've got so many things. It's a 90-minute show, apparently. I don't know how we're going to fit that all in. (laughs) Speed talking, I'm telling you. It's the only way. There's going to be a bar. I think what it is, me and you need to just not talk at all. Well, everyone will be happier then. (laughs) We'll just show all the stuff. Let's not do any talking. I've already, in my mind, been mentally um, cutting back on some of the ideas that I was like, oh, yeah, we could do this. We could have a bit where people try and put tents up. There's no way there's going to be time for people to put a flipping tent up, is there? No. It's just not going to happen. No. It's all scaled back. I it's can't fine. put a tent up in 90 minutes. I, no, I can't. We also have tickets available to actually come in person IRL. You yes. can be in the garden and watch the show. That's right. We've got loads of, um, so lots of people are coming to watch former guests of the podcast. So you can be in amongst them, having a chat to them and listening to the live acts. Um, there's going to be so many things going on. There's only a very few number of tickets left, so get on there now. It's on Eventbrite. If you go to our um, link tree, which is on all our social medias, you can click through and buy a ticket, snap them up before they're gone because they're flying off the shelves like hotcakes. Yes. Um, Cool. Thank you, everyone. Let's let them go, shall we? Yeah. See you next time on Three in a Bar. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.